1: Hello and welcome to Down the Dog with me, John Richardson.
0: Uh, with me, Matt Ford. How going to keep the air in? Well, we have now. I'll mate. do another. One. So what are you going to do? I'll do one without err. Do... You are living in the world where the air's kept in. What does that do to your mind and to your body? Well, it makes it
1: just makes me mistrust this whole purpose. I mean, what, what, what is the point of working with friends if one
0: can't air? Uh,
1: to, to air, air is, is human. Is human.
0: It is the second episode this week, and we've got a lot to talk about, John. <laughs> I did.
1: Uh, I did a thing yesterday called the BGC Charity Day. And what does that stand for again? I don't know. It's the name of the financial company. <laughs> I don't know. Well, don't they're know. a financial. Uh, I think it's called BGC Partners. Okay, that's the BGC Group. They're a, they're a financial trading company. That's what they're called. They lost a lot of staff in nine eleven they were trading in the towers oh,
0: that day man so
1: on the anniversary of that day every year they donate all their profits to charities so uh, they nominate a range of charities in New York and London um, and those charities send ambassadors to their trading floor, and you basically trade. You so you do the deals. Um, they'll put the phone on and say, "Right, I've got so and so here. You need to tell him you want so and how many of these." Oh, yes,
0: I've seen this. Yeah, I've seen this. Politicians do it.
1: Politicians do it. Uh, low-ranking podcasting comedians do it. Um, I was there yesterday. Oh, I've done it three times now, and I'll tell you what happens when you go there. You are basically trailing in the wake of some A-list names. So if you look in the photos of the BGC Charity Day, what you'll see is a crowd of people around Anthony Joshua, the whole floor just buzzing, his charisma shining through. He's making people laugh. He's having pictures. If you look in the background of any of those pictures, you will find a slightly pot-bellied, balding comedian just on the phone, do it, doing a shift, basically. Um, <laughs> the, ca- the cameras are following AJ. In the background is me, basically making cups of tea. He said, how many, how many do you want? Yeah, he says he wants seven of them. Can he? Yeah, okay, fine. That's done. I did a lot of trades. You know how, how much money do you think I traded yesterday?
0: Uh, $2 million. How many? $2 million. Keep going, mate. $2 million
1: $1. I traded yesterday £920 million pounds worth of um, shares and bonds.
0: Fucking hell, John. A, uh, um, uh, oh,
1: well done. In, in the terminology, they said if if you get to a billion, that's a yard. That's what they call it. You get your yard. Um, and I just ran out of time to get my yard. So um, I, I, I stopped short. But, uh, you know, the, the, the profit from those deals is, it goes into the charity. But um, also there yesterday, yeah. uh, who do you think was there representing the, the, that England team of maybe 10 or 15 years ago?
0: john i would love to play um wicked mind games with you but the moment you told me that anthony joshua was there i started looking at pictures mm. i'm on the daily mail website and i've yet to see a photo of you you I've were on it anyway dexter fletcher fletcher
1: was there sadiq of course khan, was. sadiq khan was there, rio of course ferdinand
0: was. sienna miller sienna miller was there
1: of course she was damian Adavina, lewis was there Gabby keep Lager, going down keep going Balding. down keep going down
0: what, are you on the Denny Mail website? I don't yet?
1: think I don't think I'll you I mean you would have to search my name on a social media platform or maybe click on the BGC charity day hashtag online.
0: Yeah, John Terry's there. Yeah,
1: there's John Terry. And so
0: Shepherd.
1: Basically you get you get a sort of chaperone for the day.
0: Eddie Hearn.
1: Um I yeah, I met Eddie Hearn and and Barry. Um we were there representing yeah. the same charity, Haven House Children's Hospice. Oh, lovely, great. Uh so I said to the guy, I said, look, um, I see John Terry's over there. I don't think he knows who I am. But sometimes as a comedian, you see someone and you think, oh, I think I might have done a joke about them at some point. I said, oh, I yeah, have, I have definitely him. done jokes about John Terry. So if there's a way we could m- move in a direction away from John Terry, that would well, that save me. I don't think he knows who I am, but you know, let's not allow ourselves to be, to be put in that position. He greatly enjoyed bringing me as close to john terry as possible <laughs> culminating in <laughs> a point where he basically stood me in a doorway in a room that john terry was in where there was only one way out <laughs> man i thought well, you know maybe may i just sort of front it out i'll just say well i don't agree with some of the things you did so you know <laughs> if, if people, if people like you can't handle uh people like you can't handle the uh, you know a little bit of p- poking fun maybe you should anyway strides towards me uh Puts out his hand and uh, shook his hand, and I said, "All right, mate." <laughs> and that was it. That was our quickly. Funny, I said, "All right, mate." Yeah, we had a little handshake. Had a little uh, had a little, uh, little wave with AJ. Um, you, you really, you really. It's a very exposing day. Put it that way. You are left in no doubt as to where comedians stand first and foremost, and then where you stand within that hierarchy.
0: Yeah, but you, let's not brush over the main thing. You have said to these people, "Don't put me near John Terry." <laughs> the guy has taken you to John Terry, and in your head, you've braced yourself for an argument. He's put out his hand, and all that melted away. Yeah, you've ended up pressing the flesh. I oh, know it's of cool all Yeah, not sweaty at all, really. Mm, Uh, A cool hand. Athletes, low body temperature. Tall as well. Well, they are, aren't they? You see them and you're like... Did he look good? What else would you tell us about, Terry? Uh, Weight-wise, fitness-wise, posture?
1: Oh, well, he's still in the game, isn't he? He's still still coaching, isn't he? So
0: he's he's a sheepish look to
1: the man. I would say he's not... not, um, It's remarkable how sort of... Nondescript they are, in a way. Of course, they're like athletic, but they're not. They're not in the Cristiano Ronaldo mode. He will not wearing gucci and have like a big fucking feather boa on saying, look at me. He's just in a nice polo shirt and a jacket. Gary Cahill, the same. Cahill's knocking about. Um, just look like a lovely Cahill's guy. Cahill's good looking, though. He's a good, yeah, he's a good looking guy. I want to talk that, about I'd Terry, John, because
0: be, but, but Terry is notorious. Yeah.
1: But you can't. No, he's, uh, he's, a charity he... day. Don't get me wrong. If he comes in the dog, it's a different matter. I shall say to him, listen here, mate. <laughs> this is my boozer, and uh, we need to have a chat. What would you like to drink? It's on the house. Yeah, absolutely. I ain't having
0: none of that. Who's <laughs> that mag. Um, But um, it was a, what's your general sentiment? I mean, did he... Appear more intelligent than you'd presume. Was he friendlier? Is there any vulnerability about him? He was. He was
1: very uh, humble in the in the way he, he moved around. He he wasn't shouting. He wasn't drawing attention to himself. He did a couple of trades. He shook some hands. Oh, you canary waff. I don't want to. Um, I don't want to stereotype the kind of people working in that environment. But it is a it is a basically a slanging match is what's going on. And I think on the on the BGC day they're uh-huh. they're on their best behaviour. But it's very aggressive. And I was speaking to one of the gentlemen. So he took me into one of the rooms and he said, Look, these these People have to be kept in a box. It's basically one open plan trading floor. Um and he said, But these people here, because of the nature of the business they do, they cannot be in the room with everyone else because they shout and they swear and they scream. Sometimes it gets physical. Um and he said it's you know, but it's like football when the, the day ends, you go for a pint and you don't talk about it. But it does Ooh. come time sometimes come to blows in there. I was like, bloody hell. Um carnage, you know. It is, yeah, it's, it is very, uh, so there's a lot of uh, lot of West Ham there. Brooking was there, Noble was there, no, no. Moyes was there. Whoa, you know, West Ham, very well represented. Great. Spurs, well represented. Football in Dubai. general. Uh, Ledley King, and that might have been it. So when I say well represented, Ledley King was there.
0: Okay, was well, still better represented than I guess Forest and Leeds.
1: Uh yeah, oh very much. So yeah, I didn't see Who any Forrest down there, but I think Forest notoriously issue charity work. Is that I think that's their view, isn't Not it? Not
0: correct. Obviously last year we um had our front of shirt sponsor the UN um human rights charity, so actually actually the opposite. <laughs> like literally the opposite, and I can't know that you didn't know that. Um, just w- well done for your charity work, John. Thanks, mate. First things first. Um, you raised nine hundred million. Well, you traded yeah, nine hundred uh, yeah. million. Yeah,
1: yeah. A lot of those were. I mean, w <laughs> One of those deals, I was buying at a negative price, and it was explained to me that, that that's sort of like balancing the books. So you, you know, you're tr- you're trading a, a a stock that you know will sort of even out in value over time. So you you're sort of betting on uh, a negative value now. Basically, I, I think uh, I might have lost. I might have lost the charity money. I, I don't. You know, I think it all goes Fuck. into a pot, but there's a possibility that one of the one of the, one of the wings may have to be closed as a result of one of the trades I made. But there, it's on, real man. money. I didn't realize. I thought it was all for show. So they sort of ring up and they say, "For show, listen, f- fucking John Richardson's coming over," and the guy says, "Who?" and he says, "I know," but. I can't get near AJ, I can't get near bloody Barry Hearn. Anyway, he, he's going to come over, let's do that pretend deal we talked about. But the guy who showed me around said last year, um, because it was all sort of kicking off and there's all cameras everywhere and whatnot, somebody made a mistake on a trade and thought he was uh, selling shares when actually he was buying them and lost and lost a million and a half pounds on, on, on a deal. And then I, some of the fun went out ah, of it, Then I'm not going to lie.
0: Yeah, I mean, you've, you, it sounds like you've done the negative thing. Yeah, I think you've I've... screwed the lost charity over. Yeah, I think
1: they've lost money,
0: yeah. And obviously, I've got a chopper down, which they paid for. Um, Podsy's going to need another eye patch. <laughs> yeah. What have you done? I was going to tell you what, oh, I, what I did this week.
1: Have you done something this week?
0: Yep. Here we go. I only went and made my first ever salt beef sandwich. You made a salt beef sandwich in that you salted the beef? No, I went to the supermarket, bought some salt beef and made a sandwich with it. It was the first time I've ever done it. And I'll tell you this, it's stodgy. So I made two sandwiches, John. Mm. I got uh, Hovis Seed Sensations bread. I do believe it's the best bread for sandwiches. And on on one sandwich, I did salt beef, emmental, gherkins, lettuce and mustard, i.e. the sort of sandwich (sighs) we would get in New York. Oh, yeah. On the other, ham that had been cooked in a muslin cloth for succulency, according to the packet Saint Sainsbury's, <laughs> and added lettuce and salad cream. I gorged on both of them uh, uh, on Sunday, which was at the peak of the heat wave, and I would say I wasn't right for about three hours. <laughs> I had to wriggle on grass to sort it out. It, it, it was just too... I don't think I've had that much bread in years. had to wriggle on grass. Yeah, yeah, I had to lie down on the on on the on the grass. We were having a picnic and I, I was just uh, uh, trying to cool my the, the bread added to my internal um temperature rising mm-hmm. so I had to seek cool ground and, and fan out like a starfish off. for maximum surface area exposure.
1: Well you sort of take your clothes off and allow the grass to cool your body.
0: No, I was wearing the forest away shirt and a pair of shorts. Um which I like what to What a fucking
1: <laughs> mess. <laughs> A what? man in a football shirt writhing yeah. around on the grass because he's had too much sandwich, and I'd had a bit of champagne.
0: Got to be honest, part of the story go. I'm not telling you was a bloody big dose of champagne. Pretends
1: to be a man of the people. I love a ham sandwich on the side of a bottle of bolly.
0: Look, if you, I would recommend it. It's really nice. It's really, really good. Champagne. Oh, lovely! Putting the ham into champagne.
1: Can I ask you a question about your um your house? yeah is that all right yeah why i um I have never in my life dealt with as many spiders in the home as I have this week,
0: oh, and I'm not no. a
1: fan of spiders. I don't like them. I pretend to be all right with it because I don't want my daughter to inherit my fear, so I've stopped the screaming now. I don't do the screaming, I don't do the running away. I don't move house if there's a big one, but this week. On when, was it now, um, it doesn't matter which day of the week it was. Pick a day of the week. Wednesday. It was Wednesday. At precisely around bedtime, four big bastard house spiders all at once. Four of them. One in the kitchen. My wife's gone to bed. She's opened the door to go into the uh, kitchen to get a drink right. big fucker there in the corner God. right by the door oh, she's well, come back yeah. in she said there's a big spider there i said right i'll come and get it i went to put the glass on it and it scurried under the worktop i was like right I i'm not getting that one." he's gone wherever he or she has gone that's it another fucker on the wall big one God. just up on the wall waiting so right I'll, I'll get you later then go back in the living room my mum goes to bed <laughs> she says there's a spider on the stairs i'm like you are shitting me <laughs> I stairs. It was exactly like that. I, there was a point where I just didn't think it was going to end. I, the one on the stairs is going to go into my daughter's room. So this is proper like, this is my Bruce Willis moment. She's fast asleep. Doors open, obviously, because the heat windows are open. I managed to get the pint glass on this one. I'm like, right, I'm going to go and get a bit of card. I'll deal with that. You go to bed. I am over, open the door to her bedroom. She goes, <gasps> I said, is there one in your bedroom as well? She said, yeah, there's one here. I go and get another pint glass. Oh, my God. I managed to get that bastard. Now the one from the kitchen wall is starting to descend. I think I've got to catch my moment here. I slide cards onto the two. I put them on the kitchen worktop. I'm going to have to Brilliant. take these out all in one go.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, the third one goes behind the unit. And I think the one that disappeared it is the fastest spider i've ever seen and it's size-wise similar to the others but this thing couldn't move it it got behind the toilet i had to prod prodded with a stick it had gone on my wife's uh, f- 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 feminine items um the box behind the toilet um and I prodded it with a stick and it ran towards me. Uh, then I did sort of slightly scream and hop. Um, and I managed to, I got the pint glass on it at the third attempt. But, and then obviously, because they're big, I don't put them in the garden because they just come straight back in. I have to walk them down the street a little bit.
0: So they go in one of my neighbor's houses. <laughs> Hang on. But did you do, because you've got three pint glasses here, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Well, like the, the the third was the the well, that was today. So the the actual night of the spiders, as I call it now, I only managed to get two of them. Um, but, I've got them so on the watch. you brought them down? One in each hand. Took them out one at a time because obviously I try and carry two, and I haven't I'm seen the that. glass, and it goes up my arm. Um, I'll never get over that. You'd so, yelp, um, and
0: it'd leap into your mouth, and then lay its eggs all down your throat. No- <laughs> it burst out your belly. They burst out your arse every time you fart. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now it's raining. So uh, I'm having to walk them up the street in the rain, but I don't mind that. There's nobody about, you know, if if my neighbor looks out of their window, they're going to see me sort of walking up the street. It's fine. They know I'm mad anyway. (laughs) So I take them up. I, I put them on a, like a wall, nearby so i think they're gonna find that today obviously it's the middle of the day my neighbor's having some building work done so there's bigger boys out in the garden i find a way of walking this friggin spider up the street towards my neighbor's house but not get drawn into a conversation with the with the builders about what i'm doing i hid behind a wall I knew it was fast, so I like to a keep little rotating spider. You the glass. It. Every time I rotate the glass, it turns back towards me as if it says, "When you lift this glass off, mate, I am fucking going for you." And yeah, I what just... you can
0: do is sweep the glass, can't you, across the card so you fling it?
1: No, you can't be doing that with the size of this thing, man. You've got no, to. you take no risks. You you tilt the glass towards yourself, so that you only you only create an opening pointing away from you, and then it's got no choice. And it absolutely legged it. I mean, this thing could fly. And now I'm terrified of my own. I've never done anything like it. They're all big, and they're all that they're all coming in this week. Usually, I might get one one or two a week. Four in a night.
0: What's going on then? So, what what is your theory? Because this has turned into some sort of like science project. I'd love to know
1: if the listener can educate. Infestation. Infestation. I've had all the. I've had all the conquer shit. I'll put a conquer in the window that keeps them off.
0: What? That sounds stupid.
1: You know uh, that one? Put conkers on your, uh, sort of around your door frames and right windowsills. Apparently they don't like conkers. Bollocks. That's what That's what I've heard. I don't know if it's because they see conkers on strings and they think they're like legless spiders. Um, I don't know what it is.
0: Do you know what I think? My theory is, and I don't want to freak you out, you've got a mega infestation and there's a big fat queen <laughs> spider underneath <laughs> your property and she's incubating <laughs> millions of these things. And gonna what it is. You. They're going to overrun you at a rate, and they're going to they're going to lower themselves into your mouth while you sleep. <laughs> and they're going to they're right. going to they're going to take you over. They're going to burst out your belly like an alien. You will yeah. die, cause spiders. Want
1: to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddleboards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's
0: get moving to your local store, like now. Go! If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac, or drop a crispy fry between the car seats, or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating
1: McDonald's, I I, I can only say this day was the day the heat um, finally relented, and I don't know if the spiders knew a storm was coming and they needed to get into the house, but for them how to how all flood in at
0: what they can sense a storm, but they scared we'd the of the weather congers.
1: forecast. On maybe they maybe they're listening to the weather. They've heard us chatting Fair in point. the garden like, oh, it's supposed to rain later. They're like, fucking hell, is it getting those? I don't know why they're cockney cockney spiders. Cockney spiders. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Fuck. He's got a conquer. I, 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 Who I, told I, him? I can't be the only one who's had a who's had an absolute influx this week. So if you've had more than one big spider or more than usual, uh, hello at downthedog.com. If also, you know, I've looked at all the videos to try and like them.
0: You know so I mean? let us know. Does a conquer work? And if not a conquer, then what? Because yeah, we could yeah, all help each oil.
1: Of I've tried it all, mate. Any internet theory about keeping spiders out of your house. Clove oil, conkers. Uh, you dress as a bigger spider. I've done that. Um, <laughs> stuff newspaper down tights and sellotape a pair to each uh, down flank. Yeah. I've done it all, mate. do not work.
0: Well, I, I feel for you, John. No, just on emails, we must have some from, from people. I don't think we, spiders... Well, I tell you what, if you're a spider, get in touch and put your side. Why are you so attracted to John? Why are... You, or why are you not um, scared? These could have typed. Conquers. These spiders could easily have typed. Can spiders spread diseases in this country? No. Don't you think? No, I don't
1: think so. That's no, right. I'd be <laughs> very surprised.
0: You can just give you a little bite and and would be itchy.
1: Do you want to know what I did as well? I put the I put the pint glasses back on the worktop. I was obviously quite emotionally fraught after yeah. such a you know. I'm I wouldn't say I'm an arachnophobe, um, but I don't like spiders. It's so stressful. I, I, after that, it's, talking, it's eleven, half eleven at night now. When I go to bed, put the pint glasses just on the on the worktop on the side. Come down in the morning. Lucy is drinking a. A glass of water from one of the spider glasses. Spider piss. (laughs) Anyway, I think she's all right. She's grown a couple more legs. And and when she uh, hisses at me now as she's wont to do, a sort of uh, viscous fluid comes out.
0: (laughs) We've got an email from George. He says, dear Matt and John. Hello there. He says, I have had the same single hemorrhoid since I was 18. I am now thirty-three.
1: Okay, so is that, that 15 is years? fifteen years.
0: All right, bloody now. These are all his words.
1: I reckon I'm on five.
0: Yeah, but fifteen, mate. Come on.
1: Three times as many.
0: Yep. Peter the pile first introduced himself <laughs> during a holiday in Turkey fifteen years ago and has been resident ever since. Oh, Despite initially being a nuisance, we've des- developed a fragile peace over the years with virtually no symptoms. Okay. The one issue is that Peter's arrival was akin to putting the reed in a saxophone, and discreetly venting my gas is now matter <laughs> an extreme difficulty. To the point where whatever distant corner of the <laughs> flat I sneak off to to be polite, after the deed is done, my partner always shouts, heard that, and giggles. Oh no, I don't like that. You can imagine, this is also awkward in a professional setting but the only time I did resolve to evict Peter are as prescribed pills the size of licorice torpedoes to slut up the bum tube, which I found to be quite significantly more inconvenient than leaving him be. Love the show, but please don't read out my email address as it will identify me as Peter's keeper. Bye, George. P.S. An elderly friend of mine has the attached can of Foster's in his pantry, which expired in 2004. Oof. He says, I can send it to you if you like, preferably for you to sample on the podcast or not. It may now be acidic enough to dissolve the fish juice in a laptop. It will not surprise you to learn he does not intend to drink it. So he's got a can of fossils from 2004. And George, I think sticking those licorice things up your arse is better than having a hemorrhoid for 15 years. I'm just calling it.
1: Oh, I don't know. You've done it, haven't you?
0: Suppositories. Yeah. Yeah, but not licorice.
1: No, but they're not like He's saying they're the size of licorice torpedoes. He's oh, yes, yeah, actual yeah, them, the,
0: uh, and the soul.
1: It's, it's, it's the act that's unpleasant, and once it's up there, it's, yeah. it's just, you know, part of life. I think I'd nice. drink that 2004, Fosters.
0: John, it would be foul, but you, okay, you've said you'd well, do it. it. Send it me it in. a fucking
1: 2023, Fosters, it'd be foul. it's time to pick a dog of the week.
0: Oh yes please.
1: I'll be honest with you this week it's a it's an open and shot case based on a photo again. Okay. I think because the photos go online. Um okay. The photo of this dog is is game over. So th- this email comes in from a doctor. So that that's already that's a, that's a cut above the usual dross we get on here isn't it?
0: You can't put a dog
1: a mm. doctor in bullshit corner.
0: Um, well, you can. Th- I mean, the, the experts in that particular field, they might not know anything about... Um, Dr. Chris. Easter.
1: <laughs> I would like to nominate Alfredo for the following reasons. Alfredo and his siblings were strays in New Orleans. Okay. New fucking Orleans. As I hope Matt can relate to, Alfredo started life with a skin condition that meant he lost and then grew most of his fur. Oh. There's a similar story with you? Most of your
0: first grown back now, isn't it? Well, I've got eczema, so I guess in a a way, you know, I I shed flesh. Um,
1: His baby photos are when his body had soft new growth like a dandelion, but his ears and paws still needed to recover from the infection when the rest of his siblings were adopted, but nobody wanted a wee, scabby, hairless Alfredo. He was moved from Louisiana to New Jersey... New Jersey, and came to be my foster for several months. He was finally adopted by a really cool local family, and he comes here to stay when they travel. This naughty photo was taken while his family were in Australia watching the World Cup playoffs, which by association makes him a global supporter of football, even though he's American. As you'll see from the picture, he's not really much for beer, but cannot be trusted around a box of wine. And the photo is off. Oh my God. (laughs) It looks like he's killed something in there. It looks like a bloodbath in there, but the dog has clearly got into the wine. He looks hungover. over. Um yes, on his
0: hind legs, hands
1: sort of on the bar. He is. He's stood at the bar. <laughs> he's asking for another. Go on, just one more box. Um,
0: that is such a cool photo and such a lovely dog.
1: Yeah, it looks like a kindly dog, doesn't it? Alfredo. Hands.
0: Did you say Alfredo or Alfredo? I'd say Alfredo. I'd say Alfredo as well. Well, then let's just agree. We've not disagreed with... You know, we never disagreed with each other for the sake of it. And, and I think no. today's podcast has, has, has proved that.
1: Yeah. I, do, I don't think there's anyone in the world that would say Alfredo.
0: There's got from... to be someone. There's eight billion of us, mate. We're only two of them. I don't think we can extrapolate <laughs> data from two blokes <laughs> of the same generation on the same um, island.
1: I don't think. I, I would say that over there, 8 billion people on planet Earth, all 8 billion, save for those who cannot communicate at all, the the, the, the babies. A baby might say Alfredo, or, you know, someone learning to read, someone on the very early
0: books. Mm. They are still people, though, John. They have rights. Okay? They do have
1: rights. I uh, and corrected. I've shot my mouth off, and I
0: apologise. Okay. Well, Alfredo is this week's Um, You just
1: said Alfredo. Fuck it! I don't even realise
0: I've done it. Alfredo. You're
1: so nottingham, aren't you, sometimes? Alfredo. Alfredo.
0: Okay, now, um, another bit of business we need to sort out. Uh, On the last episode, we'd asked people for an anagram of the phrase a cardigan-wearing anagram fan. Um, So, we are down to the final two. And, John, uh, I guess as as it relates to you, I think you should decide. All right, yeah. I'll take this one on. Chris Winner Luton... gets the
1: prize, loser goes into bullshit corner for the week.
0: Oh, lovely.
1: It's harsh, giving you the second best out of all of them, but there's got to be jeopardy to these things.
0: Chris, who is a Luton fan, says, yeah. um, he says, somewhat on topic for John. Oh, no, he came up with two. Okay, so here we go. He's come up with Rearranging a Fawning Macadamia.
1: Yeah, it's neat.
0: And he says, somewhat on topic for John, Warming Canada managing airfare okay okay
1: it's good i like that one because it sort of is it's, it's i'm I'm basically full eco twat as you know and it's it speaks to recent news it speaks to climate change speaks to my train travel through europe it's gonna yeah. be hard to beat unless there's well, one that's got a swear word in
0: here comes mri days. the hot stepper are you, are you ready yes please an earwig racing in a mafia grandma. A grandma, as in your mother's mother. Yeah, or your dad's mother. Racing in a mafia. An earwig grandma. racing in a mafia grandma. Sounds like the sort of thing Liam Gallagher would say, wouldn't it? I'm not getting into fucking Damon Albarn. He's like an earwig racing in a mafia grandma. That prick. Yeah. Do you know
1: what I'm thinking? Is just structurally, I think I would have. I think I would put a mafia earwig racing in a grandma. Oh. Because I think I think I prefer that imagery.
0: So who but, wins? Who's in bullshit corner?
1: I don't know. It's
0: Decide. It's,
1: it's hard to call, isn't it? Because they're call both it. very, very good. Yeah. You know, what? if I've learned anything from this business, is that everybody says you must always go for the laugh. You know, we've got to understand what our place is in this world. And no doubt the image of an earwig racing in a mafia grandma is funnier than... The, the the creeping realization that life as we know it on this planet is 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 gradually becoming unsustainable.
0: So MRI Dave wins and Chris, the Luton fan in Nottingham, sadly, mate, gutted for you. You're in bullshit corner, but it, yeah, I but guess we'll come and sit with, with you them.
1: and we'll have a lovely chat.
0: Exactly, love and respect, peace and love, baby. So. Thank you so much for downloading this, and we really do mean it. And join us on another slice. We are relaunching the another slice service, um, but it has changed. So, for the price of half a pint a month, we'll be putting out extra podcast content exclusively for another slice members. For just three pounds a month, you will get the down the dog lock in, where you get another couple of episodes a month, outtakes, and much more. So, for three quid a month, you get two extra episodes down the dog. The lock in. The stuff too hot for the pod is yours uh for three pounds a month. Um email us at hello down the dog, leave a review, tell all your friends, and um uh uh else. Just email in about spiders. Bye bye.